Hey, hey, it's Jason. Our next live stream happens to be the finale live stream for Descent into Avernus. And we're going to do it on Friday, December 9th, 2022. For the link to the live stream, go to ratedrpgpodcast.com. It'll happen at 6 p.m. Central Time here in the U.S. We'll be wrapping up Descent into Avernus and also sharing a number of juicy details about what lies ahead for Rated RPG. While you're there at our website, you can support our merriment by purchasing us shop for one or all of us to imbibe during the live stream. And you'll find the link to our Patreon so you can become a monthly supporter of Rated RPG there too. It's ratedrpgpodcast.com. Speaking of Patreon, thank you to Chris Fail, the one and only friend of Lulu. Our forgetful Hollyfint buddy recently remembered that Chris is awesome. And we're glad she did, so we could pass that along to him. Uh, thank you to Turtle and Crow for your enduring support. Turtle and Crow, our sole member of Race's Little Roasters. We also really appreciate our level 15 bards at $15 a month. They are Weary Traveler, Super Justin 64, Ronald Remus, Random.Guy, John W. Mangrum, Alex Shermerhorn, and Shane Loves Games. Also, thank you to our Rations and Adventuring Gear supporters at $5 a month. They are Danny Bell, Addict Sam, Man Flesh, Plasto Joe, H.D. Burke, Actaboy, and Tactical Willow. Thank you all very much. That's the business. And this is episode 88. Welcome, lizard folk and gnomes, bugbears, and parts <laughs> to Rated RPG. The actual play show slash podcast where we play Dungeons and Dragons, Baldur's Gate, Descent into Avernus. At the other end of the street in front of the Temple of Lathander, Church of Lathander, this big demon that you can barely sort of see from how far away you are, you see him bash the doors down and you hear just a chorus of screams coming from the inside of the church and the demon walks inside. The demon's literally going in there to slaughter a, a bunch of choir boys. Oh no. Oh. What an ass. Okay, next is gonna be Race the Roaster. Now I'm, I feel like I'm in a, in a rock and a hard place because we want to save choir boys. That's kind of what we do, right? So, <laughs> sure, that's what we do now. I can dimension door there. Is, um, is 500 feet, would that get me inside the church? I'm 300 feet away from it, so yeah, should. And because yeah. then uh, Hamstone could come right after me and we could potentially save those people. Now, will I be going right into Murderville? Sure, but I'm not dying today. I, I feel it in my bones. I'm going to live. I'm dying for sure because I said that. Um. <laughs> all right. Hamstone, I look at him and I say, should I go to the kids? Or, you got this, right? Well, you can bring a willing creature of your size or smaller. Oh, shit. I and I am that, so yeah. Are you, though? No. Halflings are small. They are? Uh -huh. Halflings are small. Yeah. Okay. I said, yeah, I got this. Go save them. Go save those babies. Okay. I do, 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 do. I need a dimension door! And then I thrust to make the door shine, and I run through it. All right. Stepping through the magical portal, Race the Roaster appears all the way on the other side of the road. Okay, and before we find out what happens with this brave move 
from Rice. Jason P. New. Uh, he has to go soon, so we're going to do his shots. And thank oh, you for the dude, mix, Jason. super dope, man. Jason says, Emery, roll a d20. 10 or lower, good shots all round. I got a natural 20. 11 to 20, Emery takes four bad shots. Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't you make the 20 something special? <laughs> no. You got fucked. Tremendous. I didn't want, oh, man. Dude. Now I wasted a freaking natural 20. You too. really did, yep. That was awesome. Thank you, Jason, for wasting his natural yeah. 20. It could have killed Dion instantly, and instead he has to take four <laughs> bad shots. Thank God for that. Oh, that's so brutal. Okay. Wow. Glad I still have some of my chaser left. All right, so Emery's going to do four bad shots, and after that, we are going to drink uh, <laughs> some shots from Chris. Oh, minches all around. Also, Stefan resubscribed for 24 months and says, Shout out to Dion. Love you, bro. Oh, dude, love you too, my guy. Hell yeah. Look, I'm not dying today, homie. We living. I don't got time to bleed. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I need another chaser. <laughs> <laughs> Chris sent shots for all of us and yeah. says, drank all. Thank you, Chris. Oh, so cheers. we shall. Emery will take his shot a little bit later. He's got to deal with those four bad shots. Cheers. Uh, thank you, Chris. Cheers, Chris. And thank you, Jason, for punishing Emery. <sighs> Thanks, Chris. Yeah, he knows what he did. Having a beard better than all of us. I'm sorry. He had a chance to avoid those shots, but you know. Look, he wanted to roll a natural 20. Flexing, that's what happens. Woof. All right, so you have a good shot coming, Emery, at your leisure, and uh, feel free to get right back to it after all those bad shots. I hope they don't make him like want to kill our characters now. Oh, dude, I'm dead as a doornail. <laughs> oh, man, okay. Hold on, guys, I gotta, I gotta move this like wall here. Let's move it. <laughs> Hold on, guys, I gotta move this wall. I gotta, I gotta move this fucking wall here. The Emery turned into fucking <laughs> turned into Tom Waits. <laughs> uh, Tom Waits with the with the power of the Incredible Hulk. Gonna move this wall. Gonna move this wall. Little far south. Come on now, let's get on down. What the hell are those? Oh, those are all the innocents? Choir boys. They better be innocent, or I am boom. Wow, man. I thought I was going to save, like, that one, and Dion's like, no, I'm going to save, like, 50. <laughs> Listen, I am a whore for drama, if nothing else. Damn. Yep. So, uh, you appear stepping through your dimensional doorway, uh, and you're looking into this, uh, this church that this gigantic demon has just bashed the door down. And there are what appear to be like 50 fucking people just kind of huddled in there praying. Uh, and they are being led by this woman who has defiantly stepped out in front of the rest of the people and sort of positioned herself between the demon and them. Uh, she doesn't really seem to be particularly good at fighting, but she sure as hell is brave. God, is this like a test? Sure does feel like it. Might be. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah, doesn't it? Um, since I'm, I'm st all right. I was looking at what bonus actions I have, and none great. We'll say that I can holy weapon myself, but am I gonna? Now's the time my rapier is gonna be useful. It's now when Dion. <laughs> no. So instead of that, um, 
Who's which one of us is next in the turn? Oh, actually, the body I'm gonna give a bardic inspiration because I should have did that earlier. And then I'm gonna say to the guy, "Hey, asshole, pick on someone your own size." And then I take my most heroic pose. <laughs> I need to bluff. I got to bluff, baby. I'm gonna use all of my charisma and bullshit to distract them. <laughs> I would say what you're gonna want to do is, uh -huh. I would I would take either a a deception roll or an intimidate roll. For, for this. Ooh. Um, well, since one of those is a significantly better, we're gonna go with deception. Alright, alright, here it goes, here it goes. Don't fuck me! And this is... Oh. A two is the worst thing that a halfling can roll. Should've used your inspiration, my friend. <sighs> he would've had to do that before making the roll. Indeed. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Wait a minute, am I within range to give him um, a flash I, of genius? No. 30 feet? Uh, nope. Yeah, I'm you're not. about 250 feet. I'm a little far away. I'm a little far away. This is the end of the campaign. The dice are what are telling the story now, you know? So, Race the Roaster steps through and sees this demon threatening this gigantic crowd of innocent people. And he tries to muster any sort of, like, courage that he has uh, and some sort of lie that he can say to this demon that might convince it to attack him rather than these scores of just innocent people. And so he says in common, Hey, look over here, you giant dickhead. Unfortunately, it doesn't respond because they don't know common. <laughs> oh. So yes, <laughs> that's just the explanation for your bad role. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> All right, uh, next up, uh, unless, actually, you do have a move action if you wish. Just to make sure, so the big guy is the dude who broke down the door, and that there's a little enemy next to him. No, that, that, is, that is like a, like a priestess who is trying her best to like... Oh, she was the one standing up to him. I mean, fuck it, I'm already here. If I'm going to die, I'm going to die. That's up to the dice at this point. Can I move right next to her, or will that provoke an attack of opportunity? That won't provoke. You can move there. Then let's do it. She's going down, I'm going down. Okay. Oh my god. This is what we do. You stand with the priestess defiantly against the massive demon as it raises its claws and prepares to slaughter everyone. Not before I get there, though. Oh, maybe, maybe. I'm before it. What is this big statue? Yep, Zeriel. It's just a statue of Zeriel. Okay. Nothing special about it, just a statue. You don't know of anything special. Glubjag, it is your turn. I guess I'm going to cast haste on myself, and then I'm going to move. Okay. Yeah, do it. Distract that demon. If I'm dashing, I can go 160 feet. Double, double. So, yeah, you move 160. Okay, I'm only going to end up by that stupid hyena, but that's how it works. All right, I guess that's it for me. You conjure up uh, time-quickening magic that is localized only to your body, uh, and everything seems to slow down for you, uh, whereas to everybody else, you just start zipping around like the Flash, uh, and you run up right next to this giant hyena who licks its lips as it is about to take its turn. Hold on, let me let me just double check that I don't have any other advantageous bonus actions that I could do. And I'll look at how this giant hyena is going to kill you. Okay, I think I can do this. It's actually not concentration, and it's a bonus action. I'm going ethereal. Oh snap! Yeah, that I believe that'll totally work, unless it counts as you casting the spell, because you can't cast two spells in the same turn. 
Oh, as a bonus action, I can cast the ethereal in the spell. Okay, I get. Okay, yeah. Without expending a spell slot, but you still unfortunately cannot do it. Okay, that's out. Uh, Damn, it, Brad! I thought you were gonna go ethereal. I believed in you. Well, <laughs> here's what I'm gonna do. Actually, I'm gonna use nature's veil to go invisible. All right. I don't know what that is, but I'm assuming it's not casting invisibility. Yeah, Nature's Veil is what replaced Hide in Plain Sight. Oh, okay. Nature's Veil, yeah, you just, uh, as a swift action, become invisible. You don't cast the spell. Right. And this lasts until the start of your next turn. This is perfect. Yeah. Okay, cool. Awesome. So he sprints forward, and as he's running uh, across the road, completely vanishes from sight. Which means the giant hyena is going to have a hard time hitting him. So, the giant hyena knows where you are because invisibility doesn't completely make you untargetable. It just means that they can't. It doesn't hide my smell. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It can figure out where you are because you haven't hidden from it uh, yet. But it will have disadvantage. Nothing Sorry. hides your smell. <laughs> Yeah, you are particularly stinky. <laughs> Should call you a stank bear. Aaron, you're trying too hard. You gotta relax. Emery! <laughs> All right, the hyena uh, sniffs in the air and notices that you're somewhere and it closes its eyes and just leaps at where it thinks you are, trying to clamp down with its jaws. It has disadvantage on this because you're invisible. <laughs> wow, that is a big old miss. Surprise, surprise. All right, it is dretch time. Now, if I recall correctly, the hypnotic pattern does not allow additional saves. So they're just going to remain hypnotized. Oh. So oh. Giant, the giant hyena missed him because he's a stank bear. Uh, he's a stink bug. Oh, that's better. Stink, stink bug. Stink bug bear. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this one doesn't even didn't even notice the colorful lights. It just has it's just solely focused, laser focused on tearing apart this cart. So it's going to continue ripping it apart. Uh 20 for one piercing. Okay. So it has taken 12 damage. Then it goes to the gnolls. Now the gnolls only have one target now. Can you confirm whether they get saves at the end of their turn for Bane? They do not, although I, it is a concentration spell. So <clears throat> they, uh, they're they just affected by it. And if they make me lose concentration, then sure. Okay. So here comes the one of the Bane ones. Oh, that might hit. Let me roll a d4. Freeze roll, roll low. <laughs> no! Ah! <laughs> So he got a 22 on the attack roll, yes. but then a minus four. 18 doesn't hit you. Speak to the whore. Wow, that's some bullshit. <laughs> Speak to the whore. Uh, all right, the next one. <laughs> Love to see it. This one also is baned. Uh, that is a miss. Big whiff. Saves for Bane. <laughs> no. mm. Saves for Bane, yes. Yeah? They're just all going to move around you. Uh, there's three more left. I'm just going to roll three spears. Brittany, Jamie, and Aries. Oh, hey, one of them hit. 
One of them did. All 20 right. to hit. Three piercing damage and a concentration check. All right. Wait, an enemy hit one of us? I don't like it. <laughs> it's weird, but it's... <laughs> this is highly unusual. Yeah, it's a constitution saving throw. Easy money. Easy money. Forget about it. Forget about the Da Bobby, your turn. Yes, finally. This is a new round, by the way. So, do we do we have any more shots or anything to do? Or yes, we do. Digital Dark Knight says, "Roll for initiative. High roll, good shot. Low roll gets a bad one. May the odd be ever in your favor, or may the odds be in your favor." Says. Oh no. I got an eight. And Brad won't roll because of his illness. Uh, Dion got a 10. Yay. Oh, damn it. All right, I lose. Son <laughs> of a bitch. Really? <laughs> you get a bad shot. God damn it. Jason, you get a good shot. Thank you, Digital Dark Knight. Thanks, Digital Dark Knight. Thank you, Digital Dark Knight. I like that. Digital Dark Knight, you're a mensch, and you know what you did. What? Anyway. I don't know what you what did. What did I do? The Cosmos apparently is sick of your shit. <laughs> what did I do? I have no idea. But the universe don't lie, brother. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Pluto is in Uranus, Emery. I, <laughs> <laughs> I actually no 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 bullshit. If we want to get into it, Mars did just go retrograde in Gemini. But we're not gonna get deep. I, I'm just saying. Anyways, oh. I know you're in Gemini. You think? Come on now, listen. I'm in Gemini. Oh no. And that means. That I'm gonna get drunk. Cheers. Cheers. It happens once every two years, and it rotates through each element, so it hasn't been in Gemini in a hot minute. Well, you know what, Dion? I've actually had kind of a weird week where things have been very up and down, so is that because of. Did you lose a breakdance battle? Because that's a big thing in astrology, breakdance. <laughs> I did. Oh my. <sighs> I knew I should have tried harder on that breakdance battle. Damn Look, it. Look, I'm telling you, you're supposed to pop lock, then drop it. I know it's hard, you gotta. It's just Have my titties, they bounce around so much, they throw me off, you know? Dude, look, you're talking to a guy who was in breakdance club in seventh grade, and I I don't know how you failed breakdance club, because it was an after-school thing, but I know I failed. Because <laughs> I was never able to do any moves that anyone else did. It was, But I had fun watching people be athletic. It was great. It's all that matters, having fun. Do you seek the thrill of adventure, the potential for untold riches? Do you crave travel to see the sights of a faraway land, to help the helpless and reap the rewards of a job well done? Fame and fortune awaits you in the Valley of Green Gold. Ships are setting sail now for Merchant Harbor on the western shores of Crow Island. Mercenaries, soldiers, wizards, clerics, and druids alike are needed now. Wild beasts, monstrosities, and the undead lurk too close to innocence. It's up to you to quell their bloodthirsty machinations. Protect those who cannot protect themselves, and you'll be paid handsomely for your skills. Contact Coltan Shipping and Transfer in Baxter for full details and to embrace your destiny today. Oh, you know what? I forgot. Uh, Race, why don't you go ahead and make a uh, religion or arcana check to see if you know what kind of demon this is and what it does. That's me in the corner. I think they're both trash. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Religion arcana, religion arcana, religion arcana, na, 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 na. I'm going with religion. Come on, whore. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> double crit. Aaron, you're asleep at the switch. This is a double crit. Uh, cr come on. I thought you were a professional. Oh, God, you guys have had a day. Nice. <laughs> Thank you. 
you're good. All right, so this is a Hezru deed. <gasps> Ooh. Yeah, it's a Hezru. They serve as foot soldiers in the demonic hordes of the abyss. They are physically powerful. However, they are weak-minded, and Hezru can easily be duped into sacrificing themselves by more powerful demons. As they press their attacks into the heart of the enemy's forces, their foul stench can sicken even the toughest foes. I'll also let you know some other tidbits of a more metagamey nature. They are resistant to magic. They have okay wisdom saves, but their charisma saves aren't that great. They're very strong and very tough. Uh, they're immune to poison. They're resistant to cold, fire, lightning, and anything that's not magical. They only speak abyssal, and they, they, but they do have telepathy. If you are within 10 feet of it, and you start your turn, you're going to have to make a con save or be overwhelmed by its stink. I wish I would have knew that, but <laughs> the game is the game. Oh, I made a drastic move. You take the consequences. Yeah, uh -huh. you couldn't tell what it was until you teleported to within 10 feet. But I will allow you to step away from 10 feet because you would have had a movement uh, at the end of your turn. Um. Okay, so I want to be near. I still want to be... Put me 10 feet back behind the one directly in front of it. Or wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. Because if he takes a swipe, what if he hits the people? Uh, Just pull me 10 feet, I guess, uh, slightly closer to Zeriel's statue. Because I want his attention coming at me and my boys are behind me, hopefully, is what race gotcha. is thinking. They're coming. Okay. They got to be. So, right? yeah, you, you so. step a little bit back just so that you're out of its horrible stench. Um, And then... Last but not least, this thing doesn't really have any special abilities other than the ability to summon other demons, which all demons have that ability, um, pretty much all the stronger ones do. Uh, this thing just tears people apart with its bite and with its claws. That's all it's about. You think that every one of its claw hits will just slaughter a person. It'll kill you in one hit if you're a regular ass commoner. And I don't know if you'll let this slide, but pretty much every time we've started a session, I've basically assumed that I was able to use my ritual of Rory's telepathic whatever so everyone can talk to each other. So they would know that that's what this is. I'm hoping that's cool. Oh, not, uh, I see what I'm you're saying. Um, so what you're saying is that by when you went into this dream you had very telepathic bond on you already because i i know i had had it at the end of the last session but i know it's only an hour but since we got healed i what you're the dm boss so. yeah no you you still have it this actually just all instantaneously happens so any buffs that you had on you from when you went into the door still are on you now so you just confirmed this is a dream i'm not saying it's a dream i said that this instantly happened when you went through the door you said when we went into this dream Oh, I said that? Okay. Yep. Well, whatever this is. Look at the Bobby the Litigator over here. Well, it's, just... <laughs> it's 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 funny because it's not actually a dream. <laughs> it's a it's a memory. It's too late, you guys. He said dream. Now we know we can die and it won't you, matter. Ooh. As far as you can tell, it's real for you. So we can totally go for it. <laughs> go for it. You're a little too excited <laughs> about that. I'm not going to do that. No, Freddy Krueger rules. I bet you it's Freddy Krueger rules. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. Uh, shit. Was that? That was Debobby's turn that we did all that nonsense in. So now it's going to be Reginald Hamstone's turn. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I'll tell you. Say it again. I'm going to uh, cast haste. I'm going to have to drop Bane to cast haste because it's a concentration spell. Uh, but I'm going to do that. And then I'm going to dash. I have an enemy there in front of me. Yeah, I do not. All right, so first action then. I got to kill one of these fuckers to get to where I want to go. So I'm stabbing uh, directly to the east of me here. To the right. Stabbing to the east, stabbing to the west, stabbing to the direction <laughs> we like the best. All right, sorry. You said directly east of you, right? To the right of me. All to right, the right of me, please. All right, that is just yes. barely enough to hit it and kills it. Fine. All right, so now I can do a dash. Do I get a tax of opportunity here? That's a great question. I have mobile, I made an attack, and I do not uh, provoke an opportunity attacks from that creature. That creature's dead. Uh, what else, what else, uh, do anything else? Um, when I hit a creature with an opportunity attack and then move, no. But yes, yeah, they would. They'd all get an attack of opportunity. That's fine. So this is going to be four attacks. They only hit you on natural 17s or higher, which is crazy. So four attacks. Oh, Come on, big fella. Easy money, big fella. Easy money. Hey, yeah. there's one. All right. <laughs> well, I still have to make a concentration check, so it's That's not true. without its danger. Yeah, this could um, be bad. Lock it in, Hamstall. Lock it in, big fella. All right. Six points of piercing damage as one of the gnolls manages to sort of like nick his foot as he oh, runs past. It's a natural one. <gasps> Anybody got wait, me? Wait, wait, wait. Lucky? Oh, race. Okay. Am I Hold. too far away? Is there a range? Hold on. Let's take a look at his ability. There might be a range. Okay. Also, I'm going to ask this. Are you oh, going to tell me no? Right. But is Rory, since I'm communicating with them through Rory's telepathic, don't I know if they fail? I'm, I'm, I'm stretching. I'm reaching, brother. I'm reaching. You, you are reaching. <laughs> it depends. If this doesn't have a range, then. It says within 30 feet. Oh, no. That's fine. It's okay. Okay, and this, wait, this, what is this ability called? Bountiful Luck. Bountiful Luck, yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, so what All happens right. here is, uh, Hamstone casts Haste, uh, stabs one of the gnolls to make an opening for himself, and then dashes out from between the group of gnolls, trying to make his way towards the rest of the fighting. And this provokes four attacks of opportunity, and the last Null manages to stab him, just barely grazing him, barely doing any damage, honestly. Six points of damage, it's nothing to you. But the sting in your foot momentarily distracts you, which causes your constant chanting in your mind, your prayers to horror that is keeping this magic alive within you. That chanting stops as you just say, ouch. And the spell ends, rolling a natural one. So I don't I don't leave the space so or where do you, I end up? You are still in the space where you provoked. You would actually be a few spaces to the right because I, I generally do things in like a top-down order. So it was the last knoll. So you'd be one more space to your right. 
with a kill, didn't Jason evade... Didn't Jason evade attacks of opportunity with his vengeance ability? We were discussing that uh, before I made these attacks of opportunity. So Jason, why don't you explain what your ability actually does? Very first thing I needed to do was clear a path. I couldn't dash without a uh, path. And so I cast haste to prep to get that going. Uh, and then I attacked w that knoll that was in front of me, killed him, but it wasn't a relentless avenger. Like I, it wasn't an, I didn't take an opportunity attack to attack him. If I would have hit him on an opportunity attack, then uh, I could have left. Or with mobile, when I make a melee attack against a creature, I don't provoke opportunity attacks from that creature from the rest of the turn. But the other ones, yeah. So it was all above board. The only thing that he has that will make no creatures able to attack for opportunity is if he himself makes an attack of opportunity. But this was just a regular attack that he did, so he doesn't have immunity to attacks of opportunity. I don't mean to be the bearer of more bad news, but you can't do anything next round. What? Right, because that spell came to an end. And so my only question is how come I was able to move from that space, Emery? So attacks of opportunity happen when you're in the space that you were trying to leave. You got attacked by four gnolls. Those two both missed. And then the next two... The next one okay, happened when you tried you. to leave this square. Yeah, I get you. And then the final one happened when you tried to leave that square. Do successful attacks of opportunity, do they typically stop you from fulfilling the rest of your movement, even if you are just dashing or moving just regularly? No, you actually can continue to move. Now, the problem is that you have haste on. That's why you're stopping. Because haste specifically says when haste ends, you become stunned until yeah. the start of your next round. Got it. Okay, cool. So you are actually going to be able to act in your next round because it ended during your own turn. Ah, okay. So it, it could be worse. I actually had uh, my brother, I was DMing a campaign where he had cast haste on himself. And then someone uh, forced him to move. It wasn't mind control, but it was some ability where, like, basically they just, like, puppeteer you and, like, force you to move somewhere. And they forced him to jump into lava. And he was like, wait, can I end concentration on haste? And I was like, yeah, there's, you can do that whenever you want. There's nothing saying you can't. So he ended his own haste, which stunned him, which meant that he couldn't move, which meant that the puppeteer couldn't throw him over the, the ledge. It was brilliant. It was... <laughs> Yeah. It was brilliant, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, that's that's it for me. I'm stunned. All right. No, you're stunning, handsome. Don't you say anything else. All right. Well, things aren't looking too good here, but it's mostly just been some really bad rolls, The gorgeous Phoenix Brigade, they fought their way through hell to a very important moment, and then they... <laughs> They're telling a very it. sad story. <laughs> The story is we're pissing down our leg. <laughs> but you know what's important about us? The thing about the GPB is we always succeed at the last minute, not often because of what we planned, but just because we're we're too handsome to fail. That's why they call us the gorgeous. <laughs> You're right. We're too handsome to fail. All right, you guys, we got this. Let's do this. Too handsome to fail. Put a banner up. Somebody just slapped that demon around and let's get out of here. Speaking of slapping the demon around, the priestess who is uh, standing up to the demon casts a spell and uh, all sorts of ghostly 
spirits begin to swirl in a massive vortex around her, uh, doing nothing to the huddled commoners behind her. But these spirits all start attacking the demon. Uh, and she she sort of raises up the holy symbol of Lathander and says, You shall not harm these people, vile demon! And the demon is next. It needs to make a saving throw. Come on, you dumb son of a biscuit. I believe it's a constitution save. I just, I just thought of something. If we're witnessing a moment from history, can we even change anything? Well... It depends on if it's like a test or something of, of our goodness or who knows. Maybe. Yeah, if we're brave or uh, what do they call it? Like good hearted? It feels like school. We're going to get a bad grade if we don't like save maximum amount of people, you know, like 90% or more. Oh, the Hezru rolled a one. Aaron, the Hezru rolled a natural one. He What? Are you fucking with me right now? <laughs> oh my God, dude. Oh my God. The ghostly spirits of the uh, ancestors of this priestess uh, are are trying their best to hold this demon back, uh, stabbing at it with uh, incorporeal blades, smashing him with ghostly hammers. Uh, it howls in pain as it's accosted by these spirits, and it stares at the priest and and uh, grins widely with its rows and rows of sharp fangs and it attacks her mercilessly, first with a bite. Getting a 26 to hit for 10 piercing damage, ouch. Then follows it up with two claws rending at her midsection. Getting a 23 and a 16, both of which are hits. You see the woman just Barely, barely holding on. Uh, let's make three concentration checks for her to maintain her spell. So this priestess manages to hold on to the magic that is uh, keeping these incorporeal ancestors alive uh, until the final claw, which almost disembowels her, at which point she loses concentration on the prayer and the magic winks out. I understand. <laughs> I understand how that feels. <laughs> Relatable. Relatable content. She is still alive, though. You can save her race, and it is your turn. This is it. This is the big one. Oh, boy. I only have two options, right? He's dumb. I know he's dumb because I rolled a natural 20, but I do know if I get within 10 feet, I'm going to be negatively affected, right? Like, um, is, do I just get disadvantaged? Was that the thing? Uh, if you start your turn within 10 feet then you will have to make a constitution saving throw, which you are famously very bad at. <laughs> but listen, you're only bad at something until you're good at it. <laughs> DeonGreen.com. <laughs> That's not a real website. <laughs> okay, um, I got this. All right, all right. Uh, I look at this person who just put her whole life on the line to save people. She's probably not even related to these folks. These are just people she was trying to save out of the goodness of her heart. So how can I... Someone who's only lived this far because Kozlo let me take the scroll when I had money, right? And people fought to get me out of yellow mode. I'm not going to let them die. That means I can only play the only card I really have. I'm turning into a fucking dinosaur, baby. Let's go. <laughs> Bow! I call Polymorph upon my body. <laughs> and you know what? If you're a T-Rex, you get a plus four constitution. So. Let's go. And look, 
And that's and since it's only when I start within 10 feet, technically I didn't start within 10 feet, so my T-Rex is gonna have at least one rotation before I'm affected by it. I'm not scared of this guy. We faced harder. I've exploded myself as a brontosaurus. This ain't shit. We are surviving <laughs> the day. I turned into a T-Rex. All right, so you get down on all fours and growl and yell. And as you do your weak little cute halfling growl, you mid growl turn into a massive Tyrannosaurus. <laughs> Bellowing loudly, yes. the demon, the Hezru, has no choice but to turn and look at what is happening behind it. That's right. That's right. And it now sees that it has a much, much more challenging threat. Oh, shit. Ah. Race, uh, that is it for you, I believe. Oh, I can still give out a bardic inspiration. Which one of the fellas is closest? Um, the Bobby already has one. Gludjack, are you the second closest to me? I am. I, th I think it might have a range. It's probably got a range. Shit. Shit. Shit, I might have fucked this up. I might have fucked this up. I might have fucked this up. Because I can use healing word as a bonus action. Yeah. And I wanted to heal her, but I don't think I can heal her as a T-Rex, so I should have did it before. You can't heal her and use polymorph anyway. I thought it was a bonus action, so it was two separate things. Am I wrong? I'm tripping. I the rule is if you cast a spell as a bonus action, you cannot cast any other spells other than cantrips. Oh, thank you for telling me. Then I'm just going to have to hope that dude's gonna pay attention to me and she needs to survive. Gotcha. Bardic Inspiration does have a 60 foot range. Oh, uh, eh, I'll see you soon. Yep, you will see him soon because it is his turn now. Clubjack. Yes. All right, for the first time ever, I think, I'm gonna take Ethereal Step. Nice. So you, you reappear becoming visible again at the beginning of your turn. Right, and then I pop into the Ethereal Plane. <laughs> Just take a deep breath and kind of relax and enjoy the Ethereal Plane. I sure will. I sure will. Enjoy the ambiance. Do you see Monica Bellucci in the ethereal plane? <laughs> yes. Sweet. Henry will be so happy. <laughs> Dude, she was a pivotal part of maturation. See? Not just for me. No, listen, Emery, we're like only a year apart in age. She was respectfully important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the other day when we were streaming, uh, somebody asked what our favorite food was, but we misheard what our favorite boobs oh. was. <laughs> and, and so I said, Monica Bellucci in the second Matrix movie. <laughs> oh, man. Oh. Food, yeah. boobs, they both nourish. nourish. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Okay, I am now within short range of my bow of the Hezru. Okay. So using Planar Warrior... I will fire at him. Also going to use my inspiration. Oh, let's go, big fella. Ooh, you really want this to hit. All right. So because of your ability to ignore cover penalties, this is a hit. There you go. Yes. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Lots of damage coming to this Hezru as the uh, arrow flies through the air, narrowly missing uh, races Tyrannosaurus nuts. <laughs> <laughs> and slamming into the open mouth of this Hezru deal. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, and I, even though I'm not going to be able to make a third attack, I can still, uh, I can still move. I can blink 10 feet before I attack. Nice. Okay, so question, uh, the, the 2d8 that you rolled, yes. uh, what is that damage? That's Planar Warrior now. 
Okay, because it, it already rolls Planar Warrior in the damage. Oh, it did. Like. I'm sorry. My bad. But it doesn't seem to have rolled the Radiant damage. Yeah, it didn't roll the Radiant damage. That's weird. Oh, well, just roll whatever the Radiant damage is, like a D8 or yeah. whatever uh, it is. I think it's a 1D8, yeah. Okay, I'll blink forward another 10 feet and shoot him again. Can you can you do that even if... Because uh, I, th I thought you were only able to shoot the different targets if you're going to do the blinking thing. Well, basically, here's here's what it says. Um, uh, I gain the ability to pass between the planes in the blink of an eye. When I take an attack action, I can teleport up to 10 feet before each attack to an unoccupied space I can see. Oh, it doesn't say anything else. Then it's then it's a bonus thing. It's if I attack two different creatures, I can attack a, a third creature. Oh, okay, cool. Never mind then. Yeah. Go for it. Okay. I can't remember if I did it now or not. You uh, did move the 10 feet. All right, here I go with my other attack. Big hits. No Emmys. Ah. All right, another hit. Okay, and then I guess that's it for me. All right, nice work. Actually, I have a feeling that Hyena's going to come after me, so I am going to turn invisible again. Uh, I believe you probably already used your bonus action. Right? Uh, with Ethereal. Yeah, you're right. Well, the hyena's gonna come for you then, and it's about to do it right now. Uh, now, being able to see you, it is very excited. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, yeah. I'm still hasted. Uh, so I, I neglected to, uh, to double my movement. Oh. And I also get another action. I think you need to still use your bonus action in order to take that extra act. I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. It's been a while since I've He gets two actions, yeah. No? Yeah. Yeah, I get an no? extra action. It's just... Oh, so yeah. here's it, my additional 40 movement. It gets an extra action on each of its turns. All right, that's cool. I'll attack the Hezru again. Why not? This is with your extra action from haste. Oh, that time it was a miss. Uh, Fourteen. Emery, can you can you help me? Do, does he yeah. have advantage because there's uh, an opponent in melee range of the Hezru? I don't believe so, unless there's some special no. ability no. that you have. I don't think so. But I don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Now wait a minute. Now wait a minute. What do you think you need to hit, Brad? My guess is it's uh, like a nineteen, probably. Uh, by the way. I just realized this. You're no longer flying to Bobby because you cast uh, you cast Hypnotic Pattern, which is a concentration check, and so is Fly. Those are both concentration spells. Oh, come on. You can't fly and cast Hypnotic Pattern? No, you cannot, sadly. So that means I'm going to just move you 30 feet back because you, you would have been reverted to your 30-foot normal moves. Yes, right? although I think... I think I went sure. full 60 feet, but yes. I don't, yeah, I'll, just, I don't I'll just move you 30 feet back. I don't want to move you further than that, just in case. Okay, so I'm just back a little bit farther. It's no biggie. But it's not really going to matter too much. The dretches are going to continue. Uh, the, the one dretch is going to continue to attack while the rest of them are fascinated and not doing anything. Yeah, no biggie. Uh, attacking, attacking, attacking. Fuck is up with that cart? That bite and claw doing a little bit more damage. It's taken 15 damage. You think this cart is a little bit more than half destroyed? One of us has to protect it or do something with it, right? Oh, uh, I I know what I was I know what happened. 
with my bow. I was firing Kuragul instead of oh, Morning Shaft. Oh, that explains some things. Uh, so the hyena steps up and tries to bite you, Bobby, but your amazing defenses and armor and shield and all that deflect it easily. So, um, no. technically I did two more points of damage to that demon. Okay. It was a big chunk off its hit points. Yeah, I think I basically saved the cart, you guys. I saved the cart. So if that was the test, I think we already passed. Yeah. Yep. No, I think that's great. All right. So the gnolls uh, surround. Wait a minute. Did some of them? Oh, I'm still stunned, right? Until the start of my turn? Until the start of your turn, yeah. Okay. Uh, so they surround him and take advantage of his momentary... Uh, drop in defenses to just uh, attack him as best they can. Uh, because you're stunned, they're all going to have advantage. Uh, so this is going to be four advantaged spear attacks. That one is a miss. <laughs> Second one, 21 to hit. That's a hit. Eight piercing. Third one, 20 to hit. For six piercing. And the last one is only a 17. Not a hit. All right. Even in your defenseless stun state, they still barely hurt you. <laughs> what are you at? Like 110 HP now? 104. Oh, my God. <laughs> you still have more than me. <laughs> yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, to Bobby. Your turn. Round four. All righty. Okay, I'm no longer flying, so that's a bit disappointing, and I guess I'm uh, engaging this hyena. It might just be time to take out the hyena, you know? There comes yeah. a time in might your well. dream that you have to take mm -hmm. out the hyena, and this is that time. There comes a time. <laughs> in every Bobby, the enjoyable's life. When you take out the hyena. He's going to take out the hyena. Will you stand or will you club it with your wrench? <laughs> All right, um, I'm just gonna wrench the hyena. I mean, why not? Let's uh, let's do this, and I'm gonna do it twice. Wrench, wrench. Okay. Uh, oh, that was not a big hit. That was a twelve, which is a regular hit. Oh, a regular hit. Okay, great. Well, that's good to know, because then I won't use any special things. Um, okay, and then. That, which is also another hit. hit. All right, two solid hits from his wrench. Oh, uh, wait, before before I attack, can I do a bonus action, or do you have to do that after you do actions? No, you can interrupt your attacks with a bonus action if you wish. Okay, so I'm going to do my brand new exciting uh, ability of uh, Hunter's Mark. Which would, of course, of course, Aaron, you know that that would end the hypnotic pattern. Oh, because it's another spell? Spells. It's another concentration Is spell, really? specifically. Bonus See, Aaron, well, you can use my Bardic Inspiration to do an additional D8 of Thunder Damage, though, to any person you choose. Okay, I will Within do that. 10 feet. I'm going to do that. Take this opportunity. All the best spells are know, concentration. Man. It's annoying. All yeah. right, fine. Additional five damage, because I was inspired by our brave little halfling guy who went to face the demon by himself. <laughs> it was a great idea, sure. <laughs> yeah. Our little halfling. 
Alright, well, the hyena, the giant hyena looks very wounded, but it is still alive and desperately trying to rip you apart. Like wounded emotionally? I don't think it has emotions. It's, it's like... I wish I was doing I will say in my defense, uh, when I used to play D&D uh, the most in my life, there wasn't uh, any... We didn't worry about concentration, and for the most part, we never worried about spell components, so... I, yeah, concentration is a yeah. new thing for fifth edition. Actually, it was a big, big contentious yeah. thing. I don't like it. Huh. I don't like really? it. Like and I will like say, it. I will say by my for my part that I had a hyena following me on my trip to Africa when I got up to pee and went mm -hmm. back to bed, and it was about three feet away from me. They're scavengers, right? That's why we're able to talk to you right now. Mostly. And that Mostly. was where pee in yeah. the mouth of evil came from, everybody. <laughs> JC was watching, and she said it didn't really seem that interested in me. I think it was just searching for food scraps in our campsite. Sure. But, yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah. all that thing's got That's is pee. Cool. I'm out of here. She also said she's never seen me move so fast in my life. <laughs> well, it determined that you probably weren't the weakest and sickliest of your group, yeah. so that's kind of a nice compliment. Well, they were all asleep. <laughs> Brown's moving like in his prime I'm on green out there, just <laughs> Yeah. I was the only person on the ground because we we slept in these pop up tents on top of our Land Rover. Oh. And and you Smart. slept on the ground so, yeah. with all the snakes, run... the scorpions, the hyenas, the No. He the said lions. he got down. To... He said he got down to go pee. Oh, you yeah. were on the ground because you went down to go pee. Okay. All right. Correct. Because you can't just stand and can't pee you, off though? of you a could. <laughs> if I was only camping yeah. with JC, I'm sure I would have, but we we had two it friends It was worth risking your life uh, so that sure. nobody saw you pissing. I get it. Listen. Yeah. <laughs> on his deathbed, no one's ever going to see his junk. Modesty above all. Yeah. My 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 high pina. <laughs> uh, nice. That's good. That's actually, uh, you know, it's not a good thing to have a high pina, you guys. Right. That's <laughs> true. All right. Let's let's go through the rest of this uh, this round, and then I have to take a little bit of a bathroom break. Oh, exciting! So. Ooh, tinkle time! Gotcha. Yeah, we have a shot. We we have Sweet. a oh, we, we have do? a shot that came okay. in a bit ago too. So well, uh, yeah. yeah, we are we are basically at the top of the round. Do you want to just do the shot in the bathroom break right now, then? Since well, whatever's collateral, okay, round, sure. Why not? All right. Aww. So it's a shot from Turtle and Crow, and uh, it's just one shot. So do we want to like roll to see who gets don't it? Don't want or? it. So why don't I'm shocked. The three of you roll. Emery's out. Aaron. Let's go. Aaron, me, and Dion. So, how about Aaron? Aaron's Deal. one, two. I'm three, four. Dion, five, six. Jason. Hey. Okay, no. That'd be me. Jason gets it. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Thank you very much, Turtle and Crow. Oh, by the way, Turtle and Crow. I don't know if you're. I Turtle and Crow. They're creating a a really cool physical like artifact for in in the next adventure, the Valley of Green Gold. And uh, I saw I saw that they they sent me a picture of this artifact, and uh, it looks amazing. I didn't respond; I forgot to respond, uh, but I will. And it looks Sweet. amazing. I'm really excited about so it. So it's something you're gonna physically have. 
Ooh, tangible vibes. Let's get it. Cheers, turtle and crow. All right, I think we're all back. So I'm going to move on to the next person in initiative, which is Sir Reginald Hamstone. I blink my eyes and the stunned effects fade away. I see that I am surrounded by these horrid gnolls. And uh, my opportunity to get down to where race is is just not going to get much better until I kill these. That first part sounded like Ozzy Osbourne lyrics. Okay. <laughs> I shake my head in my stunned condition melts away. I am going to attack first the knoll immediately to my right with a Darlene. Okay. Huh. That's an unusual miss on my part. Oh, his bounces off the Knoll's hide armor that snarls at you. Stupid Knoll. All right. No, uh, Dave, no David Hyde Pierce. No, uh, it's slashing anyway, Brad. Uh, then I'm <laughs> no David Hyde slash. Uh, <laughs> second attack would be good, though. Uh, go. And I will, because that hit, I will add a Divine Smite uh, second level. Okay. Yeah, you know, Darlene by herself isn't quite strong enough to kill these gnolls, so you pour a little bit of your extra radiant holy wrath into this, doing an additional 13 points of damage, and that does kill it. Mm, All right. Hell yeah. All right, and then, let's see, that's my two attacks, bonus action. Uh, the butt of Darlene, I'm going to smack the knoll to my lower, like, uh, lower right here. With the butt end of Darlene. Oh, that's a big hit. Yes. And I'm going to throw a level one Divine Smite on that. Hell yeah. Ooh. Wow. Okay. So that is definitely a hit for five plus two, so seven plus 14, so 21, 21 yeah. damage. Yeah. And sorry, which one was this? This was the knoll to my lower uh, right. You slash Darlene down, hoping to chop it in half. It just barely manages to dodge slightly. You still cut through it, a vast, like, massive cut going down its body, but it is barely holding on to life. Okay. Well, that's all I got. You got a bonus action attack with your... I used the butt of the oh, polearm and you missed. to do that bonus. That's right. Okay. I missed with my first attack. Yeah. Do you want to move anyways and risk and just provoke the attacks just so you get closer? Yeah, I'm not concentrating on anything. Okay. Haha, <laughs> he fell from my trap. Now I get three free attacks. Haha, <laughs> you'll regret this, Abstone! <laughs> yes! Two freaking hits, 14 points of damage! And I'm finally under 100 hit points. <laughs> <laughs> That'll sell you. <laughs> <laughs> that will. Next up is the Hezru. Oh, this is going to be interesting. We're going to have an epic battle. Uh, so the the priestess, who is just barely alive, uh, she sees that the Hezru is distracted by this Tyrannosaurus Rex that has somehow come to her rescue. She's not going to question it. She backs away from the demon and begins to try to heal herself. She does 
Uh, oh, ooh, she's got to make a constant. She's got to make a Constitution save though, actually, because of the stench. None of that, and she fails. So she is actually overcome by the poisonous stench of this demon and pretty much unable to do anything. Oh no! Uh, but she has retreated to safety for now. And then the demon turns on the T-Rex and a kaiju battle of epic proportions happens right here in the entrance of the church. <laughs> okay, so first it slashes one of its claws at your T-Rex face, getting an 18, which will totally hit for 11 slashing. And I need you to make a concentration check. Oh no! I'm locked in though, hyper-focused. Uh, I, how do I do a concentration check? Oh, just roll a d20? Just roll a d20 and then we'll add the T-Rex's uh, stuff onto Okay, that's good enough. You maintain your polymorph. Then it claws you again, getting a 20 to hit for another 11 slashing and another concentration check. I'm locked in, baby! He's Come good, on. he's good! Then finally, with both claws sunk into your flesh, it chomps down 19 to hit for 19 piercing and another concentrate. Oh, this one might fail. This one might fail. Hold on, let's take a look here. I think you might have just barely passed it. He rolled a seven on the die and a T-Rex's con bonus is four. plus four. Yep. Then you're good. Ah! You, you barely passed it. <sighs> Mama Mia. All right. And uh, you still have a lot of hit points left, right? How many hit points? Uh, did yeah, you I started with 136. So what's that? 11 plus 19 is 30. So I'm at what? 106? Plus another 11. Because he actually did 41. Oh, so damage 95. Too. That's fine. All right. You're still good. And hmm. it is your turn now. Ah, I've been waiting for this moment. Ah, that's how T-Rexes sound and halfling speak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to use my multi-attack. First, I'm going to bite this son of a biscuit, which is just roll a d20. So, yep. nibble, bitch. No. Oh. But hey, finally, I get to use a little bit of that lucky thing I was blessed with. So, I'm going to say <laughs> jibba jabba, squibba babba, once again. Ah, there we go. Wow, natural one, but he is a halfling. Even though he's a T-Rex, he's also a halfling. <laughs> so turns that natural one into a 17. That is a hit. Going to roll damage. Ooh, uh, the damage is 4d12 plus seven. Okay, okay, okay. Oh my God, that's gross. Oh, it's delicious, baby. Uh, 4d12, big hits. 31, let's go. 24 plus seven, yeah, 31 damage. Now let me just check. I know the Hezra's got some defenses He's here. resistant to dinosaur attacks, he has that. Let's see, he is resistant to your attack, but not immune, luckily for you. Specifically, specifically T-Rexes, yes. If you'd been a tri, it, yeah, if you'd chosen a Triceratops, this wouldn't be happening right now, Dion. <laughs> yep. Resistance to T-Rexes. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> yeah. If I would have been a Triceratops. <laughs> uh, I'm too locked in on the T-Rex. I gotta gotta diversify. 
<laughs> All right. Now, uh -huh. can you do another attack? Yes, or do I you can. have to attack something I have else? a multi-attack. Oh, you're right. It can't make an attack against the same target. So, ooh, how can I get cute? You can attack the priestess with your tail. You know what? She's been talking a lot of trash over there with her ancestors. Could I... <laughs> Could I make my tail attack? I don't know if it's possible. Could I just like hit the ground and try to get dust in its eyes? I don't know if that's a thing. I'm like I said, I'm trying to get cute. You can wipe out a lot of choir boys. Uh, I mean, you could, uh, you could, you could uh, maybe create a little bit of dust in your space, but not in his space. Oh, okay. If yeah. I made dust in my space, would that do anything besides make it dusty? Like, it wouldn't do any disadvantages. I would say that any, if anything tries to shoot you with a ranged attack, it would have a 20% chance to miss. You know what? Does, it, does the target have to be on the opposite side of him? Oh, I see what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> right. Yeah, this would be bad because uh, Glubjag would then have to shoot through the dust in hey, order to hit. Hey, hey, quick question. How large is this creature? Because if it's medium or smaller, it's supposed to be grappled. Oh, it dang, is large. Dang. I was hoping I get. It's all good. Yeah. All right. Uh. Yeah. All right. Well, the the epic fight will continue next round. And that is episode 88 of Rated RPG Descent into Avernus. We hope you can join us on Friday, December 9th, 2022 at 6 p.m. Central Time here in the U.S. for our live stream finale of Descent into Avernus. We hope you go to our website too, RatedRPGPodcast.com and buy us some shots for our live stream finale. That's RatedRPGPodcast.com. You can do that there. You can join our Patreon Oh, I have one little tidbit I'm going to share with you because you stuck around through the end of the podcast. You deserve to know something that the other folks don't know. We are going to be adding some new Patreon tiers and those new tiers, some of them are going to include some things that by becoming a Patreon in those tiers, you can inject fun stuff into the game itself. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain everything on December 9th. We hope you can join us for that. On behalf of everyone around Ye Old Gaming Table, thank you for enjoying Rated RPG.